Well, hey girl, welcome to She's Doing Big Things. I'm your host, Alicia Lee, the original she. Top income producer, freedom advocate, serial entrepreneur, winner of all the things, world traveler, and now digital nomad. I've lived my entire life feeling a little different, dreaming a little bigger, doing a little more, and believing I was destined to have it all. So I can imagine if you're here, you get it. You're a dreamer, a doer, an entrepreneur, so you're ready to set some big goals and smash them. So with that in mind, let's freaking get started. Well, hey there, my CEOs. I am bringing you a slice of meta with a side of redundancy up in here today. So let's get ready for what is about to be one of my favorite episodes about one of my favorite topics. Y'all, we're talking about podcasts. So if you know me, you know that I obviously have a podcast, but the reason that I have it is because I've been a lover of podcasts for years. The impact that they've made in my growth, my skill set, my business, and hell, my emotional growth is immeasurable. My podcast creation came from the love of the platform itself, the love of my business and topics, but also from the desire to give back to a community that gave so much to me for free. Now, you'll hear it in my voice a little bit today. I have been on the mend. I'm a little sicky McSickerson, but I have decided to push through and to make this episode happen because it is my favorite. I've been waiting to have this guest on for so long. So bear with me as you hear me sniffle, sniffle, cough, cough, and I sound like a nasally snuffleupagus, but I'm here. I'm going to bring it. I know my guest is going to bring it. So here we go. So now in my journey and in navigating the world of podcasts, mind you, literally I knew nothing about editing or recording or how to start a podcast or where it needed to be housed or freaking anything. I was given a name as someone who could help me. And that name, of course, was Tara Counterman. I connected with her almost immediately. Now, Over the last six months, I've watched Tara grow a really impactful business about one of my favorite resources, of course, and one of my favorite business tools, podcasts. So yes, this is a podcast episode about podcasts. I know. (laughs) But remember, I warned you about the redundancy, right? So quite frankly, I say, give me some of that. I love a good layered meta topic. So podcasting on podcasting, here we go. So Tara and I connected via this referral, and I knew when I launched this that she was someone I had to have on my podcast for all of the podcasters out there and future podcasters who are wondering how to get started and have so many other questions that we're going to dive into today. 
So let me tell you a little bit about Tara. Tara works with six and seven figure entrepreneurs to help them create a profitable podcast. So not just like any old podcast, because so many in the online space are starting a podcast and they start one, but they have no strategy behind it. They have no idea where it's going or what it can do for them. So her done-for-you services help busy entrepreneurs take back their time, which you know I love, and get out of the back end of production and strategy. In addition, she knows that there's also a need for the DIY entrepreneur that wants to start and do it the right way. So she does also have a DIY program to help walk you through everything from tech to strategy and most importantly, profits. Can I get a dollar dollar bill, yo? Yes, girl. Don't just start a podcast. Start a profitable one. All right, y'all. So without further ado, let's bring her on. Mama, wife, female, podcaster, podcast perfecter, podcast profiteer, and one hell of a CEO, Miss Tara Counterman. How are you, Tara? I'm so excited to have you on my airwaves. Oh my goodness. That was like the best intro ever. So thank you because I'm feeling like I'm feeling myself right now. Oh yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm super excited to talk to you and all of the CEOs out there about podcasting for their business. Oh, yes. It's one of my very favorite topics. So I'm really excited about it. So I know that I know a lot about your backstory, obviously, and I've heard a little bit on, you know, Facebook and social media, but I would love for my listeners to hear how you got into your business, how you found your niche, and really just how you got where you are. So take us on your journey. Okay, yeah. So it is a very different story and I'm sure there are a lot of other entrepreneurs out there that that feel similar to the way that I felt but ever since I was 18 I like was bitten by the entrepreneur bug at the time I was working three retail jobs and like 90 plus hours a week I had to drop out of college for certain family situations and I was like, is this, is this going to be my life? And then insert network marketing. I was able to walk away from all three of those jobs and those 90 hours a week and started building my own business. I'm no longer in network marketing, but I went through a couple different companies, really trying to find my home base and what I was super passionate about. And I kept coming back to this idea um, that my husband actually gave me because I was obsessed with like personal branding and personal development that I came up with this um, company called local brand. I never actually did anything with it, but it, it kind of morphed into what is now profitable podcast productions. But I was in my um, last network marketing company. I had started to actually work with coaches and take courses. And I was like, what if there's something different out there for me. So I branched out of network marketing into coaching. And I actually had this um, toy rotation that I used for the girls that really helped me with my like work from home mom entrepreneur thing that I was doing. It's, It's hard with toddlers, especially when they're always around. So I started to, um, 
do this toy rotation. And I, then I was doing some mom coaching and teaching that. And I created a whole program around it, but something just wasn't jiving. Something just wasn't, it didn't feel like that home that I was looking for. During that time, I launched my own podcast. I've always been obsessed with podcasts. So it was like, just something that I really was on my list of things that I wanted to do. And I launched mine. All of my entrepreneur friends wanted all of the podcasting help. And I love talking about it. I love sharing about it. But I was like, this isn't my thing. This is just something that like, I'm kind of helping my friends with. And I kind of got burnt out with mom coaching. And I felt like I had to be this perfect mom when I was really struggling where we were at. So I wasn't super happy. And all of a sudden I was like, what if I did this podcasting thing? I've always loved production stuff. I wanted to be like a news producer when I was in high school. I was like, what if I did that? And I pivoted really, really fast. Um, It was a lot of messy inspired action. And I went from struggling in my business to making six figures in less than a year. Oh my gosh. Okay. So tell me this, because I know that there are a lot of women out there who are probably in that space where they're like, you know, I'm kind of doing the thing that I want to do, but I'm not really sure if it's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. So what did it feel like when you landed on it? Like the thing that you knew you wanted to do and how you wanted to serve? I Like, tell me how that actually felt. Yeah. It's funny to think about because the two the two things were so drastic, like the coaching versus the podcast production. And the coaching felt very forced. I had to think about every single move that I was making and posts that I was making and like nothing just felt natural. And as soon as I pivoted into podcasting, it was like all of these doors, not just became open, but like flew open and it just felt right. Like there was no having to force anything. I was able to write content like it was my job because it is, but Mm -hmm. like it just so naturally came to me and I didn't have that before, even in network marketing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So clearly you loved podcasts before and you love podcasts Mm -hmm. now, but As you have one, and you're also obviously a guest on this one, you have an entire business dedicated to them, all of the things around podcasts. So what is it specifically about podcasts that you love? Mm -hmm. So when I first got into personal development and business development, so it's funny because my husband's listened to podcasts for like a really, really long time. They were all about like fantasy football and sports. And so I thought that's all that was like on the podcasting platform. I had no clue the like vast library of free knowledge that there was like Mm. that I could plug in my earphones that I could do all of my normal mom things like, you know, vacuuming and cleaning and driving to drop-offs and pickups. And I was able to insert it really effortlessly into my life. Whereas it was hard for me to sit down and read a book. I really wanted to, but it was so difficult to find that time and prioritize it. I'm not saying that I couldn't have found it because I could have, but podcasting just fits so much 
better into my lifestyle that I was able to really grow and expand, but still do all of those things that real talk I hate doing as a mom. Yeah. <laughs> and I was able to to grow myself during that time, which made it really fun and really exciting. So as a listener, it was like, this is the perfect thing. Because when we think about Facebook lives, there are so many great, amazing, valuable Facebook lives out there. But the truth of the matter is I'm so busy that I can't sit there and make sure my phone screen doesn't go dark because then the sound cuts out, right? It's right. just not made for on the go listening and learning and connecting. Whereas a podcast, the platform is specifically designed for that. Yes. Oh my goodness. And now talk to me about from a business standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. Because from a listener, obviously this is like very advantageous. It's in your pocket. It's on the go. It's, you know, one and done. It's 15 to 45 minutes, depending upon who you're listening to. So it's a pretty quick snippet of growth and mentorship. But what about for the business owner out there who's wondering like, okay, well, but what about podcasts on the flip side? Mm -hmm. And I love this question. So thank you for asking it. Um, I love podcasting for business owners because to me, there is literally nothing other than a one-on-one -on -one in person conversation that is as personal as listening to a podcast. Mm -hmm. The platform is designed to like, you're literally right in their earbuds and able to share your message, your mission, and those powerful transformational tips that you have, regardless of your industry. I think podcasting is a powerful tool for your business, whether you're a business coach or a life coach or a mom coach, or you have services to offer because you're able to connect with those people one-on-one. -on -one. Like, Think about it for a second. The women that you listen to on your favorite podcast, don't you refer to them by first name? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It builds this one-sided relationship at a really scalable way. Because when we think about having one-on-one -on -one conversations with all of the people that are listening and downloading to our, our podcast, we wouldn't have the we wouldn't have the time to do that. But all of those people, we can help and make a massive impact in their life, whether they choose to work with you later on down the road or not. You can make that massive impact by sitting down in front of your microphone and having an honest conversation or, um, or teaching on a specific topic. It's so scalable. Oh my gosh, yes. I signed a client um, in January who got on our very first call and she said, oh my gosh, I feel like I already know you because I've been listening to your podcast since it started. And it's so funny because you sound just like you. And I was like, yep. well, how else was I supposed to sound? Because I actually <laughs> am me. But that it was really interesting to hear that and to feel that connection that she already had to the me that was being projected through my microphone to a listener I didn't even know existed at the time. Yep. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy when you think about that impact and then the ripple effect that that can have on so many other people as well. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. So tell me then, because you're an avid listener. So what are your three 
favorite podcasts, business or otherwise, whatever they are, what are they? Mm-hmm. So my three favorite podcasts would be, this is a really hard question. I think for sure my top favorite podcast is the Inner Boss podcast with Jen Casey. And she was the first podcast that I ever listened to. Um, and I have now since invested like multiple thousands of dollars with her um, through coaching and programs. So I always have a very special place in my heart for that one because she literally took me on this crazy entrepreneur journey without even like knowing me at all or that I existed. So that's definitely one. Um, I love the Gold Digger podcast. Mm -hmm. I don't listen to it as much anymore, but during those early days, like that was one that I just really clung to and was able to take action from. Um, And then the Purpose Show with Ali Kazaza, that one isn't business. It's more um, for like mom life and minimalism. And I, I just absolutely fell in love with that podcast as well. See, and that's what's beautiful about podcasting is it doesn't have to be just one genre. So if you're out there and you're kind of thinking like, I don't know, I want to talk about farm animals. Like there's probably Mm -hmm. people out there who want to listen to that. And so whatever your passion is, you can create a podcast for that. And you can create a profitable podcast around that. Oh, totally. And what I love too is, you know, it's becoming more and more of a search engine because people like to consume that type of content. So you can type in, like my husband, um, we're from Indiana and there was the Delphi murders um, and he's become kind of fascinated with the case. It's an unsolved case right now. And there are tons of podcasts that he can listen. So he just searched it into the app and those podcasts related to that topic came up. So it's more and more because it's such a consumable type of content, you can take it on the go. People are actually searching for what they want to learn about inside of the platform. Mm, Yes, that is so good. That's such a good point to note that I haven't really thought about. So Mm -hmm. what would you say then? To the woman out there who's on the fence about starting a podcast, like she's like staring at the abyss of podcast world and going, I don't know, could I, should I, what would you say to her? I would say, dude, it is 2020. (laughs) You are competing so much for your audience's time that you really need to meet them where they're at because when we scroll through social media on Facebook or on Instagram, even consuming like Instagram stories, I am a story fanatic now. I love them, but we don't get as much of that deeper connection because it's not your voice in their earbuds for an extended period of time, right? Like that 20 to 45 minute range. Mm -hmm. So if you are really looking to make, lifelong customer connections and transformations, this platform can help you do that a lot more effortlessly. Because when we think about how many times someone has to interact with us and our content, it's a lot before they ever trust us enough to one, really listen and take action from it, but two, to invest in where we can really give them 
the biggest transformation. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love talking about profitable podcasting. It's not so much just so you can make money because that's great. I think so many more women in this world need to be making money, but it's really about, you know, that transaction, that energy exchange that happens and what happens when people invest, they show up for the work. They show up for themselves and they have that big level transformation that people just don't get when they're, you know, stalking all the freebies or listening to all of the podcast content. So it's so important to meet them where they're at, make a really, really powerful connection and turn them into lifelong followers because the more that they listen to your podcast, the more they're going to consume your other types of content. Oh my gosh, is that so true? I think... Uh, back when I first started network marketing, you and I have that in common. Um, it was like five to eight exposures before people, and this was in like 2010. Five to eight oh, yeah, exposures. Oh yeah, it's way more now. Oh yeah, it's it's upwards of um, 15 to 20 now, and it's simply yep. because of the amount of information that is out there as opposed to what used to be out there. And so you just have to captivate mm-hmm. an audience at a larger scale for more content. Exactly. And the thing with that is you don't have to to speak to a big audience, right? So if you're mm-hmm. starting a podcast, you're going to want it to be very niched and you're going to want, and I know that word scares people, but I promise it's so important because the more that you try to talk to everyone, the less people are actually going to truly connect to them. So every time and I have all of my students and my clients do this exercise is we literally write out our ideal client. And we read that over every time we go to sit and record an episode because you're talking to that one person, not to everyone. Yes. I love that. That's such a great exercise. So now I know as I started my podcast, I got the comments, Mm -hmm. there's so many out there. And That led to how will my stand out, right? How will mine make an impact? How will I stand out if there are so many out there? So what advice do you have for the woman who's in that place? She's getting asked those questions. She's hearing that internal voice. What do you say Mm -hmm. to her? Yeah. So are you posting on Facebook? (laughs) Are you posting on Instagram? Are you doing other things for your business? Because let's talk about how many people are on that platform (laughs) or on those places it's a lot more than it is on the podcasting platform. And I I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I want to say there's something like 500,000 active or like 500,000 podcasts on iTunes and only around 200,000 of those are even active, which means they've recorded an episode and released it within the last 90 days. So Yes, it's like, oh, everyone has one, but do they really? And are they directly speaking to the person that you were meant to work with and and talk to? Yes, I love that because I am such a numbers geek, like nerd up in here. Give me the numbers. And so that (laughs) really speaks to me to say, holy shit, like there's only 200,000 and there's how many billions of people in the world and how mm-hmm. many consumers does that leave minus 200,000, right? Well, and you know, that's that's just if you want to look at the numbers part of it, but let's let's look at more of the macro view 
of like your voice and your message matters regardless of how many other people that there are. And you are always meant to work with a specific type of person. Even if you don't know who that is yet, they're going to be attracted to you and your voice and your message. You are literally robbing people of transformations if you use the excuse, there's too many people already doing it because not they're not connecting with someone. If they're still looking, they're waiting for you to show up and be in a place that they can actually connect with you. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. You are robbing the world of their transformations because you don't know who you're going to connect with. That is beautiful. So I want to wrap this up with a couple of tips because I love those like pint-sized action items that we can go Mm -hmm. out and really just digest right now. So leave us with a tip for each of these. Number one, how to dive into creating a podcast right now. If you haven't done so, you're starting at square one. And number two, how to make it profitable. Okay. So number one, and I, so I have what I call the profitable podcast method and it's five different parts. Um, and for me, it always come back, comes back to the foundational piece of purpose. You need to know what it is that you your purpose is and what transformation you can help facilitate. So where is your client when they find, or your listener, right? Your hopeful future client, where are they when they find you and what do they need to hear from you? What do they need to believe about you? Like what do they need to see you do and hear from you in order to get to that next level. What I see a lot of podcasters doing is cozying up with a microphone and just like talking all of the things into it. Mm -hmm. And while taking action is better than not taking action, how can you like be super purposeful in the content that you're putting out to lead them on a journey that is going to help give them that big that biggest transformation that they can have that you can help them with. So really diving in and knowing your purpose, knowing what that transformation is and how you can start to facilitate it instead of just sitting down and blabbing into a microphone without, you know, that purpose piece. Um, The other thing that I would say is don't, I'm going to leave you with two tips for this one is don't overcomplicate it. It doesn't have to be like I use a blue Yeti microphone. I have a little thing that that's like an arm to raise it off of my desk, but like I don't have some big fancy, super expensive microphone and like a mixer board and all of these tech things that you can kind of go down the rabbit hole and say, okay, wait, this, this is so over my head. It's so complicated. All you have to do is have a free Zoom account and something to record in, whether that's a $17 lapel microphone that you attach to your sweatshirt or it's something a little bit more professional. It doesn't have to be crazy. So don't get caught up and keep that from stopping you actually recording it. Yes. And I think like um, the first tip that you gave is actually the bridge to the second 
um, tip, which is, you know, how to make it profitable. You make it Mm -hmm. so that your listeners want to keep showing up each week to go on that journey with you. And then when you do send out that offer and it speaks to their heart and to the heart of their problem, then it's a no brainer for them. They already know you, they love you, they trust you, and they're ready. Exactly. And I'll give more of a tangible tip for that one too. Like the purpose piece seriously to me is like the foundation of everything. And it it's going to be so important to actually getting them to the point where they're going to say yes to you. But the other thing that you have to do, and here comes like the tangible tip, is that you need to make offers. Like you, <laughs> I listen to Jen for such a long time. And I loved her to death. And I kept showing up for her podcast week after week after week. I had no clue that she was a business coach. I had no clue that I could invest in myself with her and that I could speed up this transformation. Oh, wow. That's so good to know. And it's so funny because we all feel like we are presenting offers at every turn. Mm-hmm. But that just goes to show that every turn is not enough in between at the junction, you know, on your way there, all of the places like give an offer, present your offer. Yep. And for me with podcasting, a lot of times, like most of the time, that's an offer for something free, right? So some something to get them into a Facebook community or to connect with you on Instagram, to get them further in your circle of influence, to download a freebie that's going to be highly transformational and get them on your email list, right? Like you want more touch points. So if that's your offer, that's fine. And then when you're launching something, you can utilize your podcast space for your launch. Like we had a client who we just did her most recent launch we took all of the um, all of the stuff that she was doing on other platforms and we repurposed it onto the podcast because not everyone was able to show up and catch the live every day or sit down and watch the live replay. But they could put it in on the car on the way to work or to the grocery store or to clean or whatever it is that they were doing. So it actually increased her completion rate of like people completing her challenge, right? Mm -hmm. So you can utilize this platform for sales and to get people further into your circle of influence. Don't be afraid to do that. And don't think, oh, people are going to get annoyed. I wish, I wish so much that Jen would have, like it, it literally took me wanting to get her on my podcast. Someone was like, you should connect with her on Facebook. And so I sent her a friend request and she actually accepted. I was like, oh my gosh, Jen Casey just accepted my friend request, you know, like one of those super fangirl moments. Uh And then I responded to one of her stories and she started a conversation with me. Like it took all of that to know that I could actually work with her. Yes. That is such good information. So lady... Now, since I know that there are some women out there listening to this and they're one step closer to making that podcasting dream come true right now, I want them to know how they can connect with you and truly Mm -hmm. make it so and make it profitable. So where can they find you on social media right now? 
Yeah. So I love, love, love to show up in Instagram stories. I do lots of like mini trainings there and um, kind of figure out what content you guys want to see for like blog posts and podcast episodes and all of that. So my handle is at Tara underscore counterman. Um, so you can connect with me there. And then I also have a free Facebook community, the Profitable Podcast Collaborative. Um, so inside there, we do like weekly threads. I do live videos every week, um, except for when we're sick, which we're <laughs> just recovering from. Um, but I really love to show up there and and serve you guys just the best that I can. Perfect. I love that. So I will drop all of Tara's information down into the show notes. And also, I'd love to know, what are you currently offering that they can dive into so they don't have to wait, but they can start like right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's there's really two different options because we serve two different types of entrepreneurs. So the first one is done for you services. If you are like, okay, this all sounds great, but I don't have time. I don't want to do it myself. I don't want to figure the tech stuff out. Just reach out and I would be happy to walk you through the different options that we have there so that you can do it strategically, monetize it, but also not have to do all the work that goes into it. And then the other option is for the bootstrapping DIY entrepreneur. Like that was me for so long. So I love serving that group of women. Um, I actually have a course called Profitable Podcast School that teaches you everything from, we go through my framework, um, the Profitable Podcast Method, and I teach everything from that purpose piece to profit to tech stuff, anything that you would need to launch a profitable podcast with some serious business strategy infused in it. Oh my gosh, this sounds amazing. So Tara, I just want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's literally been an honor having you on here and I have just loved watching your business grow and I've loved collaborating over a topic that I know we both love so dearly. So with that, my CEOs, I will drop all of Tara's information below. If you've been wondering how to get your voice sent out over the podcast airwaves, to start connecting with your ideal audience and how to finally connect it all and create a profit from it. She is the woman to talk to, that is for sure. So as we wrap this up, my CEOs, I want to invite you to ask yourself this question. How am I showing up for my audience and how am I serving and giving to them? Because if you're unsure as to how to give in a way that makes sense, this is a place to really dive into a question and that answer. The best business owners are also servant-driven leaders. They give to their people and they give to their communities. So maybe, just maybe, this is a way to give back to them. If you have the inkling, like I did, that this is a great way to do just that, to show up, to serve, to get your voice out there, then connect with Tara. And I have created a super simple offer to help you answer tough questions like this surrounding your business. So I'm going to drop a one-time deep dive call link down into the show notes so that you can connect with me for a full 90 minutes. Get your questions answered, have someone to bounce ideas off from, and create a really profitable plan for the rest of 2020 in your business, which will include 
connecting with Tara to create a podcast. So let's put together a really simple and strategic approach to your business so that you can rise up, be seen, and finally make the money that you truly deserve as the leader that you are. So with that, my CEOs, it is that time again to go out into the world, go bigger, create more intentionally, make more money, and live so much freaking freer. I love you until next time. See you then. What is up, my darlings and doers? If you loved this podcast, please don't leave it behind. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do us a huge favor. Give us a quick rating. It not only helps me to know where you're listening, but it also helps the new listener to find this podcast and become the next doing success story. So with that, I'm off to do some big things or help one of my amazing clients get her doing list done. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.